lives and our media. Colossians 3 and 17 says, And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And that's exactly what we're about to do. Today we have a special guest. She plays soccer at Northern Kentucky University. And she's one of my good friends, Julia Talbot. Thanks for coming on the show. It's an honor to be here. So it was about a year ago when we met. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes put on this recharge and college kids from all over Kentucky came and we met in, where were we at? Uh, Near Louisville, but in Indiana. Okay, it was near Louisville in Indiana and we just had a good time. Um, The first interaction we had was we was playing this cup game, and I won my section, she won her section, and a third person won a section. And then me being the only boy, I decided to be nice and let one of the two ladies win. So that's how our friendship started with a courtesy win. Yeah, um, what really happened was I was just dominant, and you know I just passed her to the cup. That's what happens, you know. Yeah, I'll let her believe that. So. You know, Fellowship of Christian Athletes played a huge part in our friendship. I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for that. Um, Here at Northern Kentucky University, what is your involvement with FCA? Yeah, um, so coming in my freshman year, I knew that I needed to find a group of people who um, were following the Lord and that would help me in my pursuit of the Lord. And so I found out that we had FCA at school so I knew I needed to get involved and they handed out candy with the first meeting on it and it was probably like two weeks in advance and I was so excited to go and most of the time I would end up showing up alone because I just didn't have friends that I knew would want to go with me and just through that um, I was given a community of people who were pushing me towards Christ and so since then um, second semester of my freshman year I was asked to join the leadership team and so that meant just showing up an hour early to the meetings and getting prepared for um, the other athletes to come and so I've been on the leadership team the past four years and now I have been interning since uh, fall of my senior year with FCA and that's just been really cool to see FCA in a different light and just seeing how it works throughout the community and not just at NKU. Yeah, that's good. A point that you talked about was community, and that's something I'm big on. And I'm reading a book, it's called The Core 52, and one of the first things it talks about is community and how God had community within himself. You know, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus has community right there. So I'm not going to say God needed the community, but if God had it, then I think we need it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that's just so important for believers because you you got to have people to do this life with you can't do it on your own you're not strong enough to be doing i'm not strong enough none of us are strong enough to do it on our own so the quicker you can get into a community of people with like minds as you the better yeah i know for me when i feel closest to god is when i have really close relationships with people who are also close with god And that's something that FCA and FCA Recharge specifically has provided me with. I know after 
we came back from recharge last year, we had just a core group of us that remained friends and we had a group chat and daily there would be scripture sent in it. And that was just so encouraging to have people that um, were going through the same things as uh, I was and just kind of helping me to see the Lord in different ways. I know you've gotten involved in the community here at Northern Kentucky and not just the college, but also just the community as a whole. What's some of the stuff that you've done? Yeah, so through FCA, I have been given the opportunity to just kind of reach out to the local high schoolers in the area. And one of the ways I did that was I was a character coach for a high school right down the street. It was a girls' soccer team. And weekly, I would just go and meet with the girls, and I'd come with something to share. And it'd basically just be a conversation. And it was really cool. They they definitely have a different upbringing than I had. And so it really just opened my eyes to that and allowed me to see just different ways that people grow up. And I was also able to hang out with them um, at practice and teach them a few things. So it was just cool to just be their friend. Yeah, I love that because us as college kids, we have a, we have an ability to reach these high school kids more than like the older people have. Because they look up to us. We're only like three, four, five years older than some of them. So they look to us and see what we're doing, and they try to mimic it. So if we can pour into them with good stuff and stuff that's worth their time and actually good and going to build God's kingdom, then I think we're doing the right thing, and that's what we need to be spending our time. Here on this podcast, the thing we love most is your God moment. Whenever God has came in your life and just made himself known that he is God and just what is that moment what did that moment look like for you yeah so just a little bit of background on that um I grew up in two houses my parents were divorced when I was pretty young um and neither house went to church so I was not exposed to God or the gospel or anything like that my entire life until my freshman year of high school And so my freshman year, my friend, she invited me to go to this thing called Young Life, and I just had no desire to go. I know a lot of people went, but it just didn't didn't sit well with me. So I didn't go until pretty deep into my freshman year, but I ended up going, and it was just a lot of fun. And through that, I found some new friends, and I started going to camps and fall weekends, but... I was there to have fun. When it came to talking about Jesus, I pretty much just checked out during those talks. And I think it was mostly because I just didn't understand. Um, I was surrounded by all these people who had grown up going to um, church and had a bunch of children's ministries where they learned all about the Bible, the people of the Bible, the stories. And I knew absolutely nothing. I knew Jesus was in the Bible and that was it. And so, I was just kind of turned off to it because I didn't like to not know things. I didn't like to ask questions. I just like to not really be a failure or anything. So I didn't seek that at all. And it took until my senior year of high school, um, I went to camp that summer. So going into my freshman year of college for it to finally click. Um, I had a best friend who had been pursuing me for two years. She was two years younger than me, so the second she came in as a freshman, she was pursuing me. Um, 
in friendship and in the Lord. And she really just showed me what it looked like to follow Jesus. And through that, I was given an example and shown that I could do it and that it was something that I needed. That's real good. Um, it's unique, and I like getting different perspectives because growing up, my dad was a pastor, so I grew up in the church, and I knew all the stories. I knew everything that was, that like, all the stories of the Bible, like, I knew all that, but I still didn't have a personal relationship with God until my sophomore year of college. That's whenever it really became real. Like, I would have told you I was a Christian, and I could have passed all these tests, but I really wasn't. I wasn't living it the way God had intended it. And I just think this is beautiful how it shows, no matter your background. You didn't grow up in church. I grew up in church all the time. And we're at the same spot. Like, <laughs> like you know, the background really doesn't matter. It depends on what you decide. Whenever you decide that you're going to follow Jesus, you make that decision. It doesn't matter about what your parents did. It doesn't matter about what your family, like all that stuff. It's all up to you to being open and willing to accept Jesus for who he is. Yeah, and I mean, when I accepted Jesus, it wasn't like this radical transformation. There was still like so much confusion and I didn't know what I was doing. But once again, that community that was surrounding me after camp, we did devos every morning and it was just really helpful um, to have that and to learn more about Jesus. But it's been a growing relationship and there's been a lot of struggles in it, but it's been really good. Yeah, that's something we have to we have to make clear to make sure new believers don't get confused. When we say that following Christ is the best decision of our life, it's not because it makes our life easy. It's because it makes it better. Like, for real, it gets harder because now you're combating what your heart, I mean, what your flesh wants to do and then what the Jesus following side wants to do. So that transition phase of I'm not doing what I used to do anymore and I'm doing what Jesus wants me to do, that transition can be hard and it is hard, but it's so worth it because knowing that Jesus loves you either way, but knowing that you're falling in love with Jesus and that relationship is getting closer and closer and closer I don't know what's more amazing than that. Yeah, so just on the note of growing a closer relationship with God, you've probably heard it so many times from many different Christians, but it's just, it's true that through the hard stuff, the trials and tribulations, that's where I've actually grown a lot in my relationship with God. And it tells us in John that he said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Which is kind of what Dee was talking about earlier, about how just because you become a Christian, that doesn't make life easy. It actually makes it harder. And I've just found that through these hard things, I have grown my relationship with God because he's just drawn me closer and shown me how much more that I do need him and that I need to rely on him and trust him in everything that I'm doing. And so I've been a Christian for four years now, and there are times where I feel so close to God, but then there are these times where I feel distant from Him. And when I become distant from Him, I begin to have these problems. And 
Big ones were probably my sophomore year. Um, my big problem with coming a, becoming a Christian was that I couldn't really identify my sin in my life. Um, through not really knowing the Bible and Jesus, I didn't know that sin could be internal. I was thinking more of external things like going and murdering someone or something like that. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm a good person. I'm nice to people. I um, obey my parents for the most part. I get good grades. I'm good at sports. And honestly, I just thought I was this really good person. But through following Jesus, I found out that internally I had a lot of problems. I was pretty self-consumed um, on the inside. On the outside, it might not have seemed like that, but on the inside, I was. Um, I would get jealous. I would get angry. I just like internally had a lot of turmoil. And I began to turn to other things other than Jesus for um, just joy in my life. And I found out that there wasn't any joy through that. Um, it was just fleeting happiness. And ultimately, I just found out that sports, grades, and relationships were the lords of my life instead of Jesus. And coming into college soccer, I realized I came to NKU to play soccer and there really wasn't any other reason that I was here. And freshman year showed to be a struggle because of that. Um, I came in and I just felt like I wasn't prepared for college sports. Um, I thought that my high school and club team were competitive, but I just really was not prepared for that. And it was hard. And coming into an environment with girls four years older than me who had been playing the college sport, they were super intimidating. And I just kind of hid to myself that entire year. And I was close with the girls that were in my grade, but other than that, it was like I didn't even exist on the team. And that was just really hard because sports had been the main thing in my life since I can remember. And it just felt like that's how I connected with my parents and what made them happy. And so it was just kind of a weird thing for me going from being like the star player on my teams to being somebody who's rode the bench. And there was just a lot of reevaluation that needed to happen in my life since then. Um, and that's when I just came to realize that my purpose for being on the team wasn't to be that star player, to get the most minutes or to lead the team to victories. It was to just be the person on the team that people could come to and talk to about anything and that I could just exemplify Jesus because, I mean, a lot of those girls, they, they don't know Jesus. They don't, they didn't grow up going to church. And even if they did, they don't have that relationship with him. And I just wanted to be that bridge for them to show them who he is. And then also just grades. I put a lot of my identity in that and just coming to college can be hard and getting, when you don't get the grades you want, especially when you're traveling with your team, it can bring you really down. And I remember my sophomore year, um, it was winter, winter break was about to start, so we were doing finals. And I remember just having a complete panic attack. I had never had one before, but I just sat in my room crying in the corner, like couldn't stop shaking, all because of my grades. And that's because they were taking over my life. And then also relationships. I found that I was going to guys for fulfillment that they couldn't give me and they failed all the time and they hurt me and 
through that, I found that Jesus was the only thing that really could bring me that joy. And, you know, I might, I don't regret anything in my life, which I think is super important. There, there are some relationships that I could regret, but ultimately, even though they were really bad, they brought me so much closer to Jesus, and I'm so thankful for that. You said a whole lot of good things there that I hope the audience listens to and can take a lot away from. But the three things that really stood out to me that you had talked about was the first one being like how you said you wasn't murdering people. So you felt like you was OK. I feel like a whole lot of Christians fall into that where it's more it's more or less what they're actually doing. And they're looking at worse people and saying Look at what they're doing, so I'm okay. Like, that's not how this works. God doesn't do this well. Only the first hundred people are getting into heaven. So, because these people are doing worse, you'll get in by default. Like, no, everything is personal. So, I think that's one thing as Christians we got to get away from. Quit judging each other because God is the judge. Like, we don't make those decisions. God doesn't think like we do. So, I think that's the first thing that we we got to get away from. The second thing that I really liked was you talking about how you made sports and these other things, God in your life instead of God. I think that's something that we all can relate to. There's something that we always put in front of God. And we might not look at it as a God, but anytime you're spending more time with that than you are with God, then it is your God. And that's something we got to be conscientious of, of making sure nothing above nothing is above God because he is almighty he is the one that gave us life he is the one that does everything for us and makes everything possible so we got to keep him number one and then everything else will fall in line the way it should and the third and last thing I loved is you said you found your role like I had the same I had the same situation when I was playing football at UK you know I was a star played varsity my whole high school career from freshman year on I played started varsity and then get to UK and not even dressing. And it's like, wow, like you can really go into a dark place. And I did. I wasn't a good teammate my freshman year. I was, I was miserable and I just really wasn't a happy place. But after I had given my life to God and really embraced his plan, that's whenever I became the good teammate, the good encourager, inviting people to come to FCAs and inviting people to look more into what this whole Jesus thing is about and make more of an impact than just football. And I think in all aspects of life, if we can look at where God has placed us in life as more than just him placing us there, but how we can build his kingdom while we're at where he put us, I think we can change the world and amazing things will come from that. Yeah, and just kind of to close out my journey with Christ, it's been really cool just seeing what all I have learned over the years and what he's placed on my heart. And I know the biggest thing for me that I think I've learned is just love and what it really is. Um, obviously we're human, we are sinful and unconditional love isn't necessarily possible for us, but I know that through Jesus's unconditional love, I have learned to love people so much better. And it's just been really cool just going into maybe hard conversations where something has upset you and just knowing that you still love that person. Um, 
no matter what they've done. Um, I've learned more about disciple making and what that truly means to be a follower of Jesus and listening to his commands to go and make disciples. Um, it's a journey that it can be hard where there's a lot of rejection of the truth from people, but it makes you a stronger follower of Jesus and it really helps you to know who he is and his word. Um, and really just who I am as a person. Um, my personality hasn't changed a ton, but at the same time, I'm a completely different person since following Jesus. I just feel like I have become not even more outgoing, but just more bold and confident in who I am. And so one verse that I've been meditating a lot on is in 2 Timothy, and it says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And I just feel like that's something that I've grown a lot in, but I can continue to grow in that more. And one thing that we do as a group uh, when we go to the Dominican for a mission trip every year is we talk about one word for the year. And so my word this year is obedience. And I just feel like in all aspects of my life, I can obey the Lord more, especially just through, just because of the fact that I'm graduating in May. I need to obey the Lord and just know what he really wants me to do. And so I'm obeying him by being more bold and talking more about my faith with people. I'm obeying him by um, knowing that my money is not mine, but it's his. And just really um, bringing that back to the kingdom and just obeying him and what I'm going to do in May come graduation. And ultimately, obedience comes from love. And so just this year, I'm focusing on my love for God. And he says, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And so that's just my goal for this year. Well, Jules, that's a good goal to have. Um, I want to thank you for coming on our show today. No, thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here and just spread the word of God. Yeah, it was great hearing your story and how God has impacted your life. And it's something that me and the rest of NMKBH Nation will walk away with. This is the Not My Kingdom, but His podcast, where we strive to show and spread the love of Jesus through our lives and our